Hey y'all, it's Jason here with Goodness Steak Seasoning. You can order your bottle or bottles at bringthetasty.com. Goodness Steak Seasoning is good on anything. It's even good on chicken, good on pork, heck, it's even good on fish. Now, here's fish at six. Great God Almighty. First of all, let me show you what I'm, I'm dealing with. I'm going to show you you, okay? And I and, and Marsh is going to explain what we're doing in this neighborhood to fix this. So heads up because you might be on screen. Here's here's my screen that I'm looking at. I see you, and I just see everything. I just got a spinning wheel. Hi, Marsha. Hi. So that's out. You want to? I'm Mike Fisher, your trusty and trusted reporter. How do you like my hat? How do you like me now? Uh, I've got I've got the fancy fancy equipment. I got fancy lighting. I got a fancy hat. Got a fancy cat. Got a fancy cat but I can't get online. I can see you on the old one and maybe we can communicate that way or maybe I just need you to come over here. So Marsha's gonna put a message. Did you already put I one? already. Okay, so Marsha put a message in the fish at six to tell you just to come over here. Oh, right. no, I just said he's coming shortly, so I, I don't... Yeah, coming shortly over here. I don't, what's over there? Well, just oh, to a new one. Oh. Okay, oh. so uh, I've got your top 10 for you tonight. I really do, I, I, Marsha, the top of this cowboy hat looks like a cowboy hat. The bottom, Marsha says, looks like a lady's gardening hat. I think I look ready to rock. Well, why did they put flowers? Well, there's, look, there's like, there's flowers and there's stars everywhere. Are you going to San Francisco? Yes, we are. Be sure to wear some flowers in your hair. Anyway, Spectrum's so out. AT&T is coming very soon. They're about to start digging up our yard next week. There's yellow flags all over everybody's yards. And Spectrum, you're going to lose how many people? million you're, people. You're going to lose 100. You're, every person in this neighborhood is going to yeah, leave you. about 100 houses here. And, and so your trillion-dollar company will go down uh, $50. Here we go. Fish at six. Let me find a way to uh, actually operate, own and operate this situation uh, with a top 10 for you tonight. Now you can really see Marsha. She's eating lunch, dinner, whatever. Okay, so again, sorry for the technical difficulties. Hi, Marsha. And here we go. The Cowboys have been named, you have been named the most annoying fan base in sports. What? There's jangly echoes with a $10 pitch in. What's with these new Trey Lance reports? I'll get there. Well, I, I have Trey Lance on my list. I'll straighten your ass out. Um, I've, as you know, Lived in San Francisco for two years, covered the 49ers after having lived in Denver for a long time, covering the Broncos. I've covered the Cowboys and the NFL for a long time. The only thing annoying about Cowboy fans, and this doesn't necessarily make you that different than everybody else, your, your history that makes you demanding and, as we've talked about many times, your width and your breadth. The reason that you're annoying to people who aren't Cowboy fans is because there's so many of us who are Cowboy fans or observers. But the, the real, the heart of the fan, and again, I know you're, you have your passion for the Cowboys, but I know you also know this. The Bronco fan is passionate. The Seahawks fan is passionate. We're, we're, we're all just, we're all just God's chilling. 
Item two. Ding. They just won't let go of the Jonathan Taylor thing. And when I hear somebody smart bring it up, Lewis Riddick, former NFL scout, helped run the Eagles on ESPN, not a shock jock. Lewis Riddick is saying, he says, Dallas, Philadelphia, Miami. He would be the over-the-top move. Dana Jett, you got a bunch of people over on the other channel waiting for you. Dana, go over there and tell them we're over here, will you? There's nothing I can do about it. It's Spectrum. I can't do anything about it. Till I buy my own, again, you'd have to, I'd have to get a lot of subscribers. Till I buy my own internet service company, there's nothing I can do about it. Or I can move. Tomorrow, we'll be at AT&T Stadium. Probably won't have this problem. Thank you, Jacob Bradford. Thank you, Jana. Go tell them. And sorry for the inconvenience. So when somebody like Lewis Riddick says, the Cowboys should do Jonathan Taylor, I, I'm not, I don't want to, I'm not going to laugh at him because he's right. Terrific football player. But Lewis, even Lewis Riddick, who's helped run football teams, is leaving out the other 10 factors here. The Cowboys are not chasing Jonathan Taylor, okay? And among the top 10 reasons are nobody has two top-of-the-market running backs on the same team. It's preposterous. Jack makes a point. We don't need him. The reason that Miami is pursuing him is because they have a hole in their lineup. They have a hole in their roster. You don't. You don't have a hole at running back. You don't have a hole at starting running back. We did small talk for 30 seconds. Now we're getting into the beef of it. I have to give Marsha her 30 seconds of small talk. Item three, Trey Lance. And I got a, a DM on this from somebody in the NFL who I respect saying, what's going on with Trey Lance? I'm like, what are you talking, with the Cowboys? What are you talking about? And then I see where he got it. USA Today wrote, what a great fit Trey Lance would be with the Cowboys. And I'll make this short. Why do I want to, the, 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 the Niners are my rival if I'm the Cowboys. Why do I want to rescue the Niners in any way from their supreme F up? They gave up three, uh, Mitrius Adams, that was pre-salary cap, sir. I'm talking about in this, I'm talking about top of the market in a salary cap era. I'm not talking about having Jim Brown and Marion Motley on the same team. I'm not talking about having uh, Paul Hornig and Jim Taylor on the same team. I'm talking about a salary cap era. I'm also not talking about we're running the wishbone. So I got three running backs. Wake up, people. Trey Lance? Forget the distraction, which it would be. It'd be a weird, wild distraction. Put aside, why do I want to go rescue the 49ers who gave up three first-round picks for a guy who can't play? And no disrespect to Kyle Shanahan, but I thought he was a quarterback guru. He, I thought he nailed this pick, and I thought he'd coach him up. No, he can't play. 
So USA Today says, don't forget, Mike McCarthy once drafted Brett Favre, had Brett Favre, and then also he drafted Aaron Rodgers. That's not what happened. Number one, to compare Trey Lance to Aaron Rodgers, Trey Lance in waiting in Dallas to Aaron Rodgers in waiting in Green Bay is hilariously inept in terms of commentary. We make our fun, we have our fun at the expense of Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers never was at his lowest point what Trey Lance is at his highest. So USA Today, you are full of beans on that one. And also, psst, Mike McCarthy didn't draft Aaron Rodgers. Newsflash. Think of it this way. Because I'm, I'm all about darts. I throw as many darts as I can at quarterback. They threw a dart at Cooper Rush. They threw a dart at Will Greer. They threw a dart at Cooper Rush. They cut him five times, eventually brought him back, and eventually realized, all right, let's keep him. I think I'll keep him. And they pay him $3 million a year. It's his biggest payday ever. It'll be his biggest payday ever. He gets $3 million a year for the next two years. That's their dart. To add Trey Lance to this roster, even if it costs you virtually nothing in trade, he's got $20 million left on his contract for two years. Guaranteed. Dean Graham, that's a, that's a good point. You did throw a dart on deck. And I'm in favor of that. I'm in favor of fourth-round darts. I'm in favor of seventh-round darts. I'm in favor of free agent darts. This is a $20 million dart. You would have Trey Lance on your practice squad making $10 million a year. It's incredible. He's stupid. The team that does this will we'll have him be one of their two quarterbacks. It'll be a bad team that will let him play. Or maybe there'll be some sort of a hometown. For, you know, he's from Minnesota. Maybe the, maybe, maybe the Vikings will give him a big hug. But Trey Lance at this point is a bad NFL player. That can be fixed. But Kyle Shanahan's given up on him? Good luck, next QB guru who thinks you're going to fix a guy who will cost you $10 million a year to put on the practice squad. Item four, ding. Uh, I think we already knew about Jerry and the war room talking about Mozzie versus Bergeron, the offensive lineman. Um, but I don't think I... And by the way, if you've seen the video... They know they're on camera, right? And this is the hard knocks problem, and this is the NFL films problem. They know they're on camera. They know they are. They're all dressed up, and they're all saying quippy things, and I hate that. I think we knew that it was Mozzie and Bergeron. I think we knew that the Chiefs were calling, saying, we'll give you a third if you drop back five spots, which I'm sure fits the Mike McCoy trade value chart. And then the Cowboys are sitting there going, "Do we? That's a fair trade. Do we want to take a third and lose one of these two, lose both these players theoretically?" And Jerry says, uh, "Thanks, sugar." Jerry says, uh, "Excuse my language, kids. I'd be sick 
I, I, I'm sick as shit if we trade down and miss one of these players. I'm sick as shit. And that sealed the deal. We want one of these two guys. And Bergeron in Atlanta, the offensive lineman, they think he can play. Mozzie? You know, it's going to take a little time. And McCarthy said this. This is hardly a ringing endorsement. He said, yeah, you know, with all the rookies, it's going to take a little... Well, we kind of thought Mozzie wasn't like all the rookies. So Mozzie's the same as Jalen Brooks and Austin Richards? Oh, okay, I guess, for now. <laughs> Item five. By the way, I've seen people on the internet say that that video, that it came down to Mozzie versus Bergeron, Daniel Peckham with a $2 pitch in. Is that a new hat in the Uncle Fish store? Not yet. Jacob, Mozzie looked good in the preseason. He did? Steve Scroggins, who's that lady in the background? Who's that lady? <laughs> Beautiful lady, you. Colin, Fish, you're one of the best reporters in Dallas. I like to think so. After 33 years, I'd be wasting my time if not. Dean Graham, I thought Josh Rosen was legit, but I don't know. Who knows? Right, and Josh Rosen got more chances, but he didn't get chances while he was getting $10 million guaranteed. Zemron, is Mozzie another taco? Even taco says that's not fair. Just because they're from Michigan, they're a completely different guy, completely different body. They don't even play the same position. JC, we're making too much of this Mozzie stuff. And with that comment, JC, you know what you're doing. You're making something of the Mozzie stuff. Item five, since I've already moved on. Some people are saying since it came down to those two. Oh, see, the Cowboys didn't want, they didn't want Dalton Kincaid. That's not what they said. They didn't say they didn't want tight end Dalton Kincaid. They said it came down to these two. Had they traded down? Five spots to Kansas City, maybe that's where they would take Dalton Kincaid. And maybe that wouldn't have been so bad. <laughs> Item six. We're not getting Jimmy Johnson in the Ring of Honor anytime soon. But uh, people have, have talked to me about how to fix this and, and what's the dream scenario, what would be the debt. Okay, I'm going to give you the dream scenario, and then we're all going to have a good laugh. Zach Luna, $5 pitch in. Uh, Armstrong, heard he's trade bait. I've heard um, YouTube say that, and I don't want to be dismissive of that. I have, not, I have not heard the Cowboys say that. And let me tell you something. First of all, I, I wouldn't trade a, a guy that can get eight and a half sacks for $6 million. I'm not trading him. And, and let me tell you a couple of reasons why. This is actually, I'm glad you asked this question. What would you get if you traded Dorrance Armstrong, who's a starting caliber defensive end, who also can kill you on special teams? What would you get? Jimmy, Jimmy S., let's go with a fourth. All right. If you play him this year, don't trade him. So again, this is a fourth in next year's draft. If you play him this year and don't trade him, and he goes somewhere else via free agency, what do you get? 
Oh, wait. The same pick. Or a third or a fifth. You get the same pick. Could you trade him for a player? Yes, you could trade him. You could trade him for a six offensive lineman. That you could do. Problem. And th this team, maybe six offensive linemen uh, is hard to find. Pass rush defensive ends are hard to find too. And this team does a good job of collecting them. And you know what? Maybe they could spare a few. <clears throat> if not for Sam Williams. Speaking of Sam Williams. Oh, I forgot to finish the, uh, the lovely idea on, uh, on Jerry and Jimmy. Jerry, the two of you should go into the Ring of Honor together. And they should. Wouldn't that be great? But, you know. Alan C., it'll be Steven who puts in Jimmy. You want to know something? I'm afraid it might be John Steven who puts in Jimmy's granddaughter. Item seven, I don't want to parse Mike McCarthy's quotes in ways that make him look bad. That's not my intention here. But one of the things he said after saying, I believe in Sam Williams. So right, well, we can all do better. No. Big Mike, that's a cop-out. Well, we've all made mistakes. That's not the point. Your kid gets his hand stuck in the cookie jar after later you and mom can go into the bedroom and giggle how you once put your hand in the cookie jar, but you don't giggle to the three-year-old how funny it is that he ate 27 cookies. Ah, we all did that way. That's not a teaching tool. Item eight. So Sonny, who's retired now, who's 28, goes on uh, the Kay Adams show and says, Ezekiel Elliott is still a top seven running back in the NFL. And obviously we know that that's ridiculous, but let's take it to another level, another level, because we like to advance the ball here. You know what the real story of the, that story is? The respect that Ezekiel Elliott has among his peers. The other running backs aren't this, the other running backs in the league know that that's not accurate. That's not right. He's not a top seven running back. If he's a top seven running back in the league, what in the world is? Stevenson, what in the world is Pollard? Because he's behind them. Oh, by the way, I am, I am, see, I am, I am seeing the, the laughable concept, and I'm seeing it's coming true. So I'm going to go away here in a minute. I, I'm I, I guess I got to smash an egg on my head. I, still have, I do still have tags on my head. I think that is, that is stunning. And I'm going to find out what they gave up. And I'm going to find out about the money. I, I am shocked. So let me go work on that. I will come back with what in the world is going on with Trey Lance. Which, unless San Francisco is picking up the price tag, I think is hilarious.
but I'm on it. Uh, item nine, uh, this is a big Hunter Lipke game on Saturday night. So if you're a gambler, I don't know why you would gamble on a preseason game, but gamble on the over on Hunter Lipke carries. And finally, uh, the joke of the week from our own Richie Witt, who says, how in the world can it be safer to ride in a plane with Brandon Cooks than it is to ride in a car with Sam Williams? What is going on with Trey Lance? Stay tuned. Fish out.